Praise Him, and welcome to the Believe Right, Live Right podcast. I'm Eugene Hill, Senior Pastor of Kingdom Recovery Ministry, located in Phoenix City, Alabama, where we believe if you can change what you believe, you can change your life. Christianity is not about right doing, it's about right believing. Transformation takes place when you believe. What Jesus did on the cross is powerful. When you believe, it can and it will change your life. We call it the good life, the grace life, excelling in every area of life. Father God has a life-changing word just for you today. Are you ready? Let's get right to it. Father, thank you for this privilege, for this opportunity, Lord, to gather together in your name. Lord, we don't take it lightly or for granted, but Father, we give you praise, we give you glory, and we give you honor, Lord God. Father, just to be among like people of like faith, oh God, people who believe, oh God, the same thing, oh God. We see the same thing and we say the same thing. And Father, we just come tonight just to acknowledge who you are, the true and the living God. And besides you, there is no God. So we just ask that you have your way in this place on tonight. You think through our minds. You speak through our vocal cords, Lord. Let it be all of you and none of us in this place. Have your way. In Jesus' name we pray. Come on, KRM, say amen. 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 What a... What a great time, amen, to be gathered together in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I really can't think of anything I'd rather be gathered together about. I know we go to lots of <clears throat> social events and functions, but I find that um, none of those compare. And they all pale in comparison when I'm gathered in the name of Jesus, when I'm gathered to learn about my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Yes, I mean, yeah, I celebrate birthdays and we celebrate all these different things, but we, we are gathered to celebrate Jesus. Yes. Amen. Amen. And I, I just myself personally can't think of any greater reason to come together other than together to celebrate Jesus. Amen. Amen. Let's give Jesus a hand clap for praise. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Well, tonight we want to lift up our Lord and Savior. Pastor has been talking to us, and we've been talking a few weeks here about the grace life. Amen. We've been talking about the gospel of Christ. We uh, have been talking about how we are to go to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, for everything. Amen. All because of what he has done for us on the cross at Calvary. And Sunday pastor told us he took all of our sins upon him. Amen. Yes. Amen. So tonight God has given us this subject um, to talk about. And it is that the grace life comes with Jesus. Amen. Grace life comes with Jesus. We've been talking a lot about the grace life, the good life excelling in every area of life, you know, being happy, being joyful, being at peace, amen, being loving and kind and gentle. And that grace life that all comes with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. When you gave your life to Jesus, grace came along with him. 
Grace came along with Jesus. Amen. God's unmerited, unearned, undeserved favor. So if you want that favor that you don't deserve, that favor that you haven't earned, amen, that favor that you haven't merited, it comes along with Jesus Christ. And so the Lord has given me, and I kind of um, took this idea from another saying. You guys have heard the saying, uh, little prayer, little power, no prayer, no power. Well, God gave me uh, this little saying, taking really piggybacking off that, no Jesus N O no grace. Amen. To know Jesus K N O W is to know grace. Yes. Much Jesus, much grace. Amen? Amen. See, if there's no Jesus in your life, then you don't know what we're talking about if we're talking about the grace life. Because grace comes along with Jesus. Amen. Jesus came, John chapter 1, verse 17 tells us. Jesus came and brought grace and truth. So if there is no Jesus in your life, you know, then you don't understand what grace is all about. But if you know Jesus, K-N-O-W, have a knowledge of him, then you have some knowledge of grace. Amen. And so much Jesus, you want much grace in your life? Get much Jesus. Amen. As much Jesus as you want, as much grace as you want. Amen. Unlimited. Thank you. Much Jesus brings much grace in your life. And so we're talking about the grace life, this, this good life excelling in every area of our lives. And we have to understand grace is a person and his name is Jesus. Amen. Grace is a person and his name is Jesus. So we define grace, God's unmerited favor, God's unearned favor, God's undeserved favor. Yes. Favor, uh, undeserved. That, that means you get mercy and grace when you don't deserve mercy and grace. Right. Let me say it like that. You get favor, blessings that you have not earned. Amen. And you get favor and blessings that you have not merited. Amen. God wants us to realize that this grace life that he's already uh, prearranged and made ready for us. It comes along with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Let's go to some scriptures. Let me encourage you in the scriptures. Let's go to Ephesians chapter 2. Ephesians chapter 2, verse number Eight. And we're going to read that in the King James and go right ahead and read it in the Amplified. Ready? Read. For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. Amen. Amen. Amplified says, For it is by free grace, God's unmerited favor that you are saved, delivered from judgment and made partakers of Christ's salvation through your faith. And this salvation is not of yourselves, of your own doing. It came not through your own striving, but it is the gift of God. Somebody say, it's a gift of God. It's a gift of God. Salvation is the gift of God. 
A gift is freely given. What that means, God has freely made available to each, everybody on the planet, his salvation. Amen. He has made it available to us, not through what we can do or don't do, but it is a gift freely given to us. It said, for it is by free grace. Somebody say free. God's unmerited favor that we are saved, y'all. The Amplified defines that saved as delivered from judgment and made partakers of Christ's salvation. That word saved in the Greek, your New Testament was written in Greek. So that word saved there is the Greek word sozo. It's a verb, amen. And it means uh, to save, to bless. To heal. Sozo, to save, means to bless, to heal, to protect, to preserve. All of that is wrapped up in that verb, to sozo, to save. It also means to prosper. So in the Bible, when you read that word save, the Greek word sozo, it means to save, to bless to heal, to protect. That's all wrapped up in that word sozo, which is a root word of the, of the noun soteria. means the same thing, salvation, soteria. In the Greek, salvation is soteria in the Greek, and it means the same thing, saving, blessing, healing, protection, preservation, prosperity. Amen. That's all wrapped up in that word. And we need all of those things right now. Amen. We've, we've talked about the fact that salvation is not just over yonder by and by. After a while, over yonder by and by. But it's now. We need blessings now. We need healing now. Protection now. Amen. Preservation. Safety. Protection. Prosperity. We need that now. Amen. So that is all a part of grace. Amen. Salvation is is wrapped up in this grace package or the, uh, grace is wrapped up in the salvation package, whichever way you want to put it. Amen. But it, it comes with and it comes through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I'm back to what we said at the beginning. No, Jesus, no grace. But to know him, to have a knowledge of Jesus, is to have a knowledge of grace, to, to, to have a knowledge, to experience, amen, grace. And then much Jesus is much grace in your life. Amen. And I don't know about you, I want much grace. I, I have a need for much grace. I need grace in every area of my life, Pastor. You know, not just to excel, but I need grace, amen, some favor of God in every area of my life. Hallelujah. And one thing, you know, if I can take a quick burning trail here, when we talk about prosperity here at Kingdom Recovery Ministry, we're not talking about materialism. God does want us to prosper. Amen. He wants to prosper you. But we have to be careful not to get into materialism. Materialism basically involves being self-centered. Being I-centered, all about me, my, mine. You know what I'm saying? That's self-centered. That is an 
all about me. That's an I-centeredness. And that's not the prosperity that we're talking about. The prosperity that we're talking about is provision with a purpose. See, God blesses us to be a blessing. Amen? God blesses us to be a blessing. So the provision, the blessings that God bless us with, they are provisions with a purpose. Amen? It's not uh, the purpose is not really me. The purpose is to carry out God's kingdom, to be a blessing in God's kingdom, to, to make sure this gospel, this gospel of grace, this gospel about Christ reaches the four corners of the earth. Pastor talked about Sunday. People talking about it's the end time. It's not the end time yet. This gospel got to go over the whole wide world. And God blesses us so that we can use those blessings to further his gospel, to further this good news about grace, to further the fact that God has given us a free gift of salvation. Amen. God blesses us. And so materialism, if it's self-centered, if it's I-centered, that's dangerous. And you don't want to be there. Amen. Just remember, prosperity, God wants to prosper you, and he wants you to live in prosperity, but it's provision with a purpose. The money he gives you, it's, it's got purpose written on it. You hear what I'm saying to you? The, the, your health, your wealth, it's, it's, it's for a purpose. He wants you to be healthy so that you can carry this gospel wherever you go in your world. See, you can't further the gospel if you flat on your back. Amen. So the provision, the health that he provides you with is for a purpose. Just use that as an example. Amen. Materialism is dangerous. But prosperity, provision with a purpose, God wants you to have that. Amen. God wants you to have that. So through uh, Christ's work on the cross, the finished work that he did on the cross, we are saved. We are blessed. Amen. Through what Christ did on the cross, we are healed. Amen. We are protected. Back to that meaning of that word, sozo, the verb, or soteria, the noun, amen, we are prosperous. Hallelujah. And we are completely righteous. Somebody say completely righteous. Completely Not right. just part of the way righteous. Part of the way righteous is like, oh, I'm just righteous as long as I'm doing good. I read my Bible today. I prayed today. You know, I, I went to Bible study tonight. You know, uh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You know, that's part righteous. But I'm also righteous when I didn't read my Bible. I'm not trying to encourage you not to read your Bible, but I am saying your righteousness, hallelujah, is not based on even whether you read it, read it today or not. You are completely righteous because Christ did a complete work. He does not do a half job. Amen. He did a complete job. We are completely righteous and we are completely redeemed. Somebody say redeemed. Redeemed. Paid the price for. Purchased us from. Amen. 
Christ has done a complete work. And so we are completely redeemed. We are completely righteous. Let's go to our next scripture. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse number 21. Because I, I want to encourage you and let you know that to the world, what we're doing right now is foolishness. The Bible says so. Amen. Foolishness. The, the world calls preaching foolishness. Okay. But God, how many of you know, God uses the foolish things to confound the wise. God uses what looks foolish, really, <laughs> to make, my lack of a better way to put it, to make dum-dums out of the folks who think they know so much. Okay. In 1 Corinthians chapter 1, and this, this, this starts out talking about uh, God's power and his wisdom. Christ is God's power and he's God's wisdom. See, God uses the foolish things to confound the wise. And so even right now, what we are doing is considered foolish to the world. But God, in God's eyesight, this is wisdom, and we are getting wisdom. Let's read that. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 21. We read that King James and Amplified. Ready? Read. For after that, in the wisdom of God, the world by wisdom knew not God. It pleased God by the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. God, it pleases God that by the foolishness of what we're doing right now to save us that believe. But the world looks at it like, it's foolish, man. I ain't going out there spending my time at no church. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm not spending my time reading no book, no Bible. That's foolishness to the world. But the Bible lets us know that it pleases God. Amen. By the preaching of the gospel to save us. Might look foolish to the world, but it's making God happy. Amen. Let's read that Amplified in that. Verse 21. Ready? Read. For when the world with all its earthly wisdom failed to perceive and recognize and know God by means of its own philosophy, God in his wisdom was pleased through the foolishness of preaching, salvation procured by Christ, and to be had through him to save those who believed, who clung to and trusted in and relied on him. It said when the world, with all its earthly wisdom, see the world think they so smart, mm -hmm. think they know so much, but the Bible says here in all its earthly wisdom, they failed to perceive, they failed to recognize, they failed to know God by means of their own philosophy. They try to reason everything out, mm -hmm. philosophize everything out. And you can't figure God out. We had that sermon one time before. Don't even waste your little brain cells mm -hmm. trying to figure God out. Amen. In other words, if we could figure him out, he wouldn't be God. All right. So it says the world and all this earthly wisdom, they fail to know God, to perceive who he is and to recognize and know him. But it says God in his wisdom, he was pleased <clears throat> through the foolishness of preaching, y'all. Like I said, they, they look at this as, this is crazy. You know what I'm saying? They look at it like 
preaching is crazy. Preaching is foolishness. You know, no, what's another word for, for foolishness? Crazy. What's another word for crazy? Dumb. What's another word for dumb? Stupid. The world looks at it like we dumb and stupid and crazy. But it said God, it makes God happy. And he uses this means, if you will, this means of, um, of God's system, if you will, of getting his word out through preaching. It pleases him to save us who believe, Amen. to save those of us who don't see this as foolishness. Amen. We see it as the wisdom of God. Amen. This is God's delivery system. Yes. So what are you saying? I'm saying, yeah, you can, you can stay at home and read your Bible. Or you can read your Bible on your own, but it does. The Bible says this is God's delivery system. Preaching. So what are you saying, Pastor? I'm encouraging you. You need to listen to some preaching sometime, somewhere. It can't just all come from you. <laughs> okay? You just not, you don't have it like that. Amen? It's, the Bible says God's delivery system is the preaching. He didn't say preachers. He said preaching. Amen? Because, Amen? <laughs> yeah, you can get some foolish preachers, but it says God's delivery system to save people that believe is preaching. Yeah. So now, this is in your Bible. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 21. I didn't come up with this. God came up with this. I'm trying to encourage you to let you know you're doing a good thing right now. Amen. You're doing a good thing right now. Amen. To listen to this word. To listen to some preaching. Amen. Hopefully, I'm not a foolish preacher. Okay. But hopefully you hear uh, the voice of God, a word from God, amen, mm -hmm. the wisdom of God, something to help you in your life. Mm -hmm. But this is God. God's delivery system is preaching, amen. Now let's go to Galatians 3.13 because I said you are completely righteous and you are completely redeemed. We are righteous. We understand God made Jesus to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. We're not going to that scripture. Pastor went over that very uh, eloquently, thoroughly on Sunday. And you might want to listen to, to that podcast about the grace life where Jesus took all your sins. But we're going to go to Galatians 3.13, which lets us know that Christ became a curse for us. And because he became a curse for us, we have been redeemed from every curse. Whether that curse is sickness, whether that curse is disease, whether that curse is poverty, whether that curse is lack, whether that curse is a generational curse, we've been redeemed from all of them. All of it. Amen. Galatians 3.13, we're going to read that. In the King James and in the Amplified. Ready? Read. Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is every one that hangeth on a tree. Amplified. The Amplified says, Christ purchased our freedom, redeeming us from the curse, doom of the law, and its condemnation by himself becoming a curse for us. 
For it is written in the scriptures, Cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree is crucified. Christ purchased our freedom. We, the Bible says, you are not your own. You've been bought with a price. Christ bought us. <laughs> he purchased our freedom, redeeming us from the curse which came as a result of the law, the doom of the law. In other words, if you don't keep the law, then you are cursed. Amen? <clears throat> and all its condemnation, Christ did this for us on the cross. So this grace comes with Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. This freedom, this redemption, freedom from the curse comes through Jesus Christ. Amen. That's all a part of the grace package. We've been redeemed. Amen. We've been purchased. Our, our uh, failure, if you will, to keep the law has been paid for. And it was paid for in the body of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We are God's beloved children who Jesus did a complete work Amen. to save us, to heal us, to deliver us, to make us whole. Amen. Amen. Jesus has purchased our freedom. Amen. He is. He has redeemed us. He's purchased our freedom and redeemed us from the curse of the law. And that's good news. So that means we don't have to walk around worried about no curses. Like I said, it doesn't even matter if they generational curses. Talking about what your daddy or your mama did or they daddy or they mama did. In other words, the, it stops right here. We draw the bloodline. Amen. You just using this as an example, if, if my mama uh, was a drunkard, I don't have to be a drunkard. I can draw the bloodline. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. If, if my daddy died of a heart attack, I don't have to die of a heart attack. I don't have to have heart problems. Y'all hear what I'm saying? We draw the bloodline because there is no disease, no curse, no sickness. Amen. That is more powerful than what our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ did on the cross at Calvary. Amen. I think we had that in this morning's devotional. Amen. No disease, no curse, no uh, sickness. Nothing is more powerful than what Jesus did on the cross. Amen. I don't care what it is. It can, be, it can be cancer. It can be COVID. It can be a headache, a migraine. It's not more powerful than what Jesus did on the cross at Calvary. Amen. Amen. And we, as the men and women of God, we get to enjoy Mm -hmm. Freedom from curses, freedom from sickness, freedom from disease. <clears throat> Amen. We, yeah, you might have a symptom, but you're still the healed of the Lord. Just got a symptom. Amen. Mm -hmm. Declare your healing. De declare your redemption. Declare your freedom from whatever comes against you. That's bringing every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. You know what I'm saying to you? In other words, uh, the enemy brings this stuff your way to try to get you to think, oh, my daddy had heart problems. I'm on. No, the devil is a liar. Amen. No, Christ has redeemed us. Christ has purchased our freedom from anything that would come against us. Amen. Let's go to our last scripture. Ephesians 2.10. We're going to read that in the King James and the Amplified. Ephesians chapter 2. Verse 10. We are God's children, y'all. 
And Jesus did a complete work to heal us, to save us, to deliver us, to set us free, to make us whole. This grace life comes with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. So you got Jesus, then you got grace. Amen. Because Jesus is grace. Grace is a person. His name is Jesus. You got Ephesians 2.10. Ready? Read. For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. Amplified says, for we are God's own handiwork, his workmanship created in Christ Jesus, born anew, that we may do these, do those good works which God predestined, planned beforehand for us, taking paths which he prepared ahead of time that we should walk in them, living the good life which he prearranged and made ready for us to live. Amen. We are God's own handiwork. His workmanship, and Amplified says, recreated, born again, amen, in Christ Jesus. Born anew, it says, <clears throat> that we can do the good works, the stuff God preordained, predestined, God planned beforehand that we should do, amen. And I love this, taking the paths which he's prepared for us. That's why your steps are ordered by the Lord. He already, he already done figured out the plan, mm -hmm. the path, which way you are to go. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. He's already Amen. figured out and prepared ahead of time the steps that you are to take. <clears throat> Order my steps in your word, dear Lord. Yes, he's already ordered them. All I got to do is follow them. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. I don't have to plead and beg God to order my steps. He's already done that. What I have to do is, Lord, make, let me make sure I'm following the steps you want me to follow. Amen. He's already ordered your steps, and he'll tell you which way to go. We just have to submit ourselves and recognize he is smarter. He knows more than we do. And so if he says, go right, I go right. Okay. I can't be, I, I, but I really want to go. No, he says, go right. right. Amen. It says here, we should walk in them, them steps that he's already ordained and pre-ordered for us. Living the good life. Yes. You might as well say the grace life right there. <laughs> Amen. <clears throat> Which he prearranged and made ready for us to live. Amen. I don't know about you. I want to live the life he has already ordained and predestined for me to live. Yes. Amen. Amen. Predestined don't mean I don't have a choice. Yes, you do still have a choice, but God already knew what choice you were going to make. Amen? He already knew that. So we are God's workmanship. We have been recreated. We've been born again. When we gave our lives to Jesus, God, we became new creatures, new creation in Christ Jesus. Amen? And so when we gave our lives to Jesus, when we became those new creatures, that new creation in Christ Jesus, grace came along with that. The grace to do what? To live this good life. To follow the steps he's already preordained and preplanned for us. To go yeah, down this path that he's prepared ahead of time. Hallelujah. God wants us to 
live this grace life that he has already preordained and destined for us. Amen. Amen. And I don't know about you, that, that's just good news to me. But all of this grace life, all of this goodness, all of these blessings and protection, provision, prosperity, healing, salvation, it comes with the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Back to my original thing. No Jesus and no Jesus, no grace. But if you know Jesus, got some knowledge of him, then you'll have some knowledge of grace. And if you got much Jesus in your life, you got much grace, much flavor, much blessings. Amen. Unplug it. <clears throat> much blessings. Everything that you need to live this good life, this grace life that our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, died on the cross to give us that God preordained and predestined for us to have. Amen. Hallelujah. So just know KRM church and anybody else who might be listening, the grace life comes with Jesus. That it's all a part of that whole package. When you give your life to Jesus, amen. Grace came along with him. Amen. And I don't know about you, that's good news to me, and that that really makes life worth living. Amen. Makes you happy to be alive. Gives you hope. Gives you a future, a bright future. Amen. We're not all doom and gloom and oh, woe is me. And oh, I don't care what tomorrow brings, but I know who has tomorrow. Amen. The grace life comes along with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So my time is well spent. Let's give God praise for the grace life. Hallelujah. 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 Well, we want to um, make our declaration before the Lord. Amen. Bible says, if you confess with your mouth, the Lord Jesus, believe in your heart. God is raised from the dead. It says you shall be saved. And we went, we went, we went into that word saved. Sozo. Greek word sozo, which means to save, to bless, to heal, to protect, to deliver, to prosper. Amen. Amen. To preserve. All of that's wrapped up in that word save or salvation or soteria. And so we want to make our declaration before the Lord. Hallelujah. And just ask that you repeat after me. Lord Jesus, thank you for loving me and dying for me on the cross. <clears throat> Your precious blood washes me clean of every sin. You are my Lord and my Savior now and forever. I believe you rose from the dead and that you are alive today. Because of your finished work on the cross, I am now a beloved child of God, whom Jesus did a complete work to save, to heal, to deliver, to set free, and to make me whole. Thank you for giving me eternal life, filling my heart with your peace, with your joy, much grace, in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thanks for joining us today. We'll see you on next time. Until then, remember, if you believe right, you will live right.